everybody, it's another week of podcast with uh, me, Pastor Josh, and Pastor Matt. You do that perfectly every week. It's it's always the same. I like being consistent. I can tell. Thank you. I can tell. Thank you. I can tell. You are a very consistent person. I try my best. I like that about you. Thank you. It's amazing. Well, everybody, hello. We're so uh, glad that you're with us again uh, this week. And so this past weekend was Thanksgiving. We talked about an attitude of gratitude. We we actually didn't say that. That was one of the comments in uh, in, in the Facebook chat. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. Mark, attitude of gratitude. We're talking about it tonight. Shout out, Mark. And how do you say his last name? Uh, is Morin? Mar- Morin? Morin? Morin. Sure. I think Morin. I, yeah. No, I think they're French. Go for it. Morin. Yeah. Marc Morin. Solid. Ça va tu, Marc Morin? Oh. Ah, I know. You like that. Très bien, merci. Ah, mais ouh. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's kind of unpack, uh, and I think your words exactly were, we need to practicalize this for the people. Um, and I, I agree because when it comes down to gratitude, it's a nice thought like, oh yeah, I should, I should be grateful. But ultimately, what does that really mean? What does that look like? And how do you practice that on, on a daily basis? I mean, we did talk about Jesus a ton on the weekend and, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, I, I, no regrets, no, no regrets, regrets, no regrets. Have you ever thought of getting a tattoo that says no regrets? <laughs> right. I've seen that, uh. I've seen those pictures and those JPEGs that say no regret. And then you look at it and it's like, uh, no, no regrets or there, there's a guy, I, there, I think it's a TikTok. There's a guy, there's like this song, I forget what it's called. It's like, I'm that guy or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a, there's one guy, he's got a snapback, but, it, but it's, it, you know how like you'll pull the snapback in and it's like the, the last few holes. Yeah. And he wears it on top of his head and he's like licking his lips and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm that guy. And I, I, I lose it every time, <laughs> every time, because it just make, it reminds me of just exactly, you know, uh, <laughs> where were we going with that? I, I don't know. You started What it. did you say I, before this? No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. It reminds me of stuff like that where uh, you're like, it, remember, it, it, well, you and I would remember some folks that are, I think, a little bit younger wouldn't. But in the early, uh, well, in the mid 90s uh, into the early 2000s, it was cool to have massive baggy pants and like huge hats and yeah. like. Um, you wore FUBU and XCO and all these other things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like that was basically a cultural tattoo that said no regrets on it. Right. My Michigan Wolverines <sighs> jersey. But it had to be starter. I don't remember what mine was. Oh, or you one. definitely had to have the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket, the pullover. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Or Blackhawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, so funny. I had no regrets back then. I used to have a um, a leather Chicago Bulls snapback, a leather one. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no regrets. No regrets. So no regrets of talking about Jesus on the weekend. No regrets. But um, so, so let's kind of dive into really what gratitude can look like on the daily. Yeah. Well, I I've heard it say said before. 
uh, that any day above ground is yep. a good day. So there's <laughs> what I'm saying is there's always something yeah. to be grateful for. Like, who I'm, said that? Like a doomsday prepper? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who said that. But I, I think, I think the point is in the statement that there is always something. Yeah. To be grateful for. Sure. And uh, like, if we were going to get right into it, I think part of the issue with society today is that we always. No, I say that's not fair. We have a tendency. To lean on the side of selfishness. We, mm. we have a tendency to lean on the side of half empty. Okay. We have a tendency to lean on the side of negative. Okay. And so henceforth, the attitude of gratitude. <laughs> did you pull out a henceforth? I did henceforth you, yes. Oh my lord. Um, the attitude of gratitude is a little more scarce mm-hmm. than it should be. Does that make sense? Um, I feel like yes. Um, being grateful comes from a place of humility hmm. and not being grateful comes from a place of what's the word? Pride, selfishness, um, Entitlement. Ent- oh, okay. Entitlement. Okay, unpack the entitlement bit for me a little bit. So, if I'm grateful for something, mm-hmm. and I come from a humble or humility side, yep. there's a genuine, like, I don't deserve this. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for God, your grace. Yep. God, your mercy. Uh, God, your blessings in my life. So it's very easy for me to fall into that gratitude side when I I know I don't deserve it. Right. And so I'm thankful for it because right. gra- gratitude is, is this kind of ever perpetual thankfulness. Mm-hmm. If I feel entitled to something, do I really need to thank people for it? Do I need to be thankful for it if I just yeah. assume it's coming to me? If I believe I'm due it? Right. And so I just get the sense that there is a level of thankful apathy <laughs> that is perpetuating our society. I'm using a lot of big words tonight. No, I... I, I feel like I've been reading a little too much lately. What, okay, well, what have you been reading? Well, just all this kind of stuff and about this kind of thing. And right. it just makes me wonder, like... We, we probably naturally live in a very self-indulgent, apathetic society as it is. Yes. We, we, I refer to it as me monsters. Yeah, yeah. And so me monsters, if we're me monsters, why would we be humble and have hearts of gratitude? Yeah. When we would be more self-indulgent, self-entitled and say, well, you know, the stuff that I've been through in my life. I finally am getting mine. Yeah. I deserve this. Um, you don't know what I've been through. And, and so, you, we, you know, we, we fall into that category. And I think we all can very easily sure. bring that mindset and that heart behind it. Because I think we've all been through some crap. We've sure. all been through some stuff. We all feel like we've put the time in. We've put the effort in. God, where's my blessing? Or why, why God, are you blessing them? 
and they're nowhere near as spiritual as me. Mm-hmm. Or God, why are you blessing that business and not mine? Why is that person getting a promotion and not me? Why are they financially succeeding and I'm not? And and instantly it's comparative. Instantly it's a competition. Right. Instantly it becomes self-focused. Me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me. And it's not, it doesn't go back to the thankfulness thing of, well, I mean, every day above ground right. is a pretty good day. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Here comes the no, strong Josh rebuttal. No, 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 no. I, I, I think there is a, a sense of entitlement because of what... Yes, people have been through some things. And, and I get it. I get people have been, you know, through abuse. I get people have been through, you know, difficult things like that. I have a lot of grace for people that have are victims of things like legitimate things, not like, Oh, the school wouldn't let me in because I didn't pay my bill. Like, right. But like legitimately people going through stuff because other people have done horrible things to them. Okay. Sure. Lots of grace for that. I, however, have a lot less grace for people that call themselves victims when really it is their own choices that have led them down a particular path. So that's where sometimes I have a hard time with the people have been through stuff. And so they, you know, um, they feel entitled to something. Right. Like if literally you just didn't get into the school you wanted to go to, you're not a victim. It's because you had crappy grades. Um, If you didn't get the job that you didn't want, that, that you wanted, you're not a victim. It's literally that they chose somebody better than you because they have more experience or they might have known the, the owner's son or like whatever, right? Like those things happen in life. And I think that's the space where people get, um, feel entitled to something that right. that's never theirs anyway. Right. And I think like it has to come around to, hey, I'm breathing I have, you know, uh, the ability to get up and go do things. I should be grateful enough to the Lord, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, that it's like, you know what? Like, yeah, this person might screw me over or that might happen or this might go on or whatever it is. But at the end of it, like, I'm okay. Yeah. I I, I just think there there is this space where it's beyond just entitlement it is full on like the me monster has taken over and people now have made it about themselves in many ways. And I think people have always made it about themselves. hundred percent. I don't think that's any different, but I think at this point now, what's very unique is there is this victimhood that people put on themselves that again, you know, I want to stress, it's not about um, situations that have happened in your life that are, are really really detrimental, like, have, have, you know, has stuff happened to you as a kid or whatever it is. But I'm talking about, like, people think they should have things now that they've never worked for. Right. And so I think, like, that's what is causing people to not be grateful. The entitlement, the lack of um, travailing or working towards something and actually putting in the the blood, sweat, and tears because they think they deserve it now leads to this whole like 
uh, I'm not grateful because I think I deserve it, but why would you when you didn't do anything for it? Yeah, and I think when you add that to like a, maybe not competitive, but like this comparative mindset. Yeah. When, you know, you have a car and someone has a nicer car. Yeah. Or, you know, you have clothes, you know, whatever, pick pick an sure. item and, and this materialistic thing kicks in and we start to compare our lives to others. And that's where social media has just crippled so many people sometimes. Yeah. You know, we see the best picture in the best moment edited perfectly to represent somebody's life. And then we compare it to our lives. Mm-hmm. And instead of being grateful for what we have and the things we have around us and, and the the people, the, the, the God that we have, we become these comparative analysis animals and we become ungrateful. Oh yeah. Well, I don't have a good enough kitchen. I, I don't have, my kids aren't, aren't as well behaved. Um, yeah. I don't have all the best cryptocurrencies. I don't have this and I don't have that. And we, we, we throw out the, what did my mom, my mom used to say, you throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You, you bite your face off despite your nose. Yes. Those, those things. That's all true because there are so many things that each and every one of us have to be grateful for and thankful for. Yeah. But comparatively speaking to certain things, ours may not be quote unquote as good. Right. But, but see, here's the thing that boggles my mind though. People become grateful when the person that they were jealous of fails. Right. It like I, I heard Mike Cosper. I was listening to this other podcast, and Mike Cosper and a guy named um, Sprinkle. I forget his last um, Preston Sprinkle. I think he is. So to like so he's a theologian guy, and Mike Cosper's you know doing another podcast. But they were talking about the 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 epidemic of failure porn is what they called it, mm-hmm. where you know like we lift people up to this point. And we almost have this like tension about the fact that they're succeeding and we're ungrateful for our whole lives. But then the minute they fall down because of moral failure, whatever it is, we're like, oh, I'm grateful. And it's not like a, I'm grateful for what I got. It's a, I'm grateful I'm not them. Yeah. Or I'm grateful that their success has now been taken away. Yes. Or I'm grateful that they're part of now a fail army. Mm-hmm. Right, it was some of the largest viewing things on on YouTube and TikTok are are fail fail armies. They yeah. watching people land on their face, and it's and it's again it goes back to the meme monster. If if I see you fail, I can feel better about myself mm-hmm. in your demise and your disaster. What a horrible way to live. But people live like that all the time. And the crazy part about this podcast was they were saying in the Christian world, like this is becoming more and more the thing that we are, like we have an appetite, an insatiable appetite to see people fail. A hundred percent. I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody say, uh, I'll say something like, uh, let's just pick on somebody like Stephen Furtick, right? I'll say... I'll say, oh, um, Stephen Furtick's church came out with a new 
a new um, music album, right? A new worship yeah. album. And inevitably, somebody somewhere will tweet, will post, will say, yeah, but it won't mean anything until, wait till he has a fail, moral failure. Wait till money corruption happens. Sure. Like they're almost prepping for yeah. that. They're almost speaking it into existence. Like, yeah, but just wait, just wait. And I think there is a, a sense that we all do it, whether oh, yeah. we want to or not, whether it is intentional or not. Some are more intentional about it, I think. But um, but that that defeats the whole heart of Jesus. It defeats the yeah. whole heart of this idea of gratitude. You know, what if... Let's, let's take a little journey here, mm-hmm. Josh. Let's put on our imagination caps yeah, for a second. Walk Ooh. with me down this path. Yes, okay? I'm on a path. What if we as the church, we as Christians, yeah. we as moderately decent, good human beings yeah. attempted to see the best in people, attempted to see churches, all churches, thrive, churches living their best lives, yeah. churches maybe even doing better than us at South Point. Sure. People succeeding greater than you and me. Yeah. And imagine if, instead of rooting for their failure, instead of hoping that their people come to our church, instead of hoping that somehow other Christians and other people that are supposed to be serving the same God fall flat on their face, imagine if we cheered them on and as Paul said, I thank God every time I think of you. I love it. I'm not even saying let's go there. No, I'm just saying I, I, that's why I said come on the journey with right. me because it's a it's a it's a story that yes. seems completely impractical and impossible. But but I I think you're on to something. Like I'm not I'm saying like let's not even go to like let's let's oh let's everybody. Wow, look at you. You breathe today. My God. No, I'm not saying no, no, that I, I, degree. But like I think for, for people listening when you think of the Christian world it's one extreme or the other. You either have the angry, like crazy people that are like, oh, well, you know, everything's wrong. And then the other folks that are like, oh, no, everything's right. I, I think what we're saying is let's just be realistic about stuff. And like when something's stupid, say, hmm, that's probably not okay. But when it's really good or it's even moderately good, not even moderately, like it's good. What? There are there are good things that happen in churches. There are yes. big things that happen to churches and ministries across the world. Yes. It's okay to celebrate them. Exactly. It's okay to be thankful for them. It's okay to see God move and not be jealous because it's not happening to you. Totally. And then go, well, is that really a move of the spirit? Is that really God operating? Yeah. Is that real like the instant half half empty? mentality totally it's okay to celebrate other it's okay to be thankful yes and give gratitude when good things happen to other people agreed and this is where the i think the practical side comes in right it's like let's just be balanced like okay take take verdict for example cool seventeen thousand people in the charlotte area or whatever end up going to uh to this church okay first yeah great that's 17,000 people that are hanging out and doing doing some good stuff. But the balance is, 
have they arrived in some way? Like, no. And and I think that's where sometimes we go extreme. We're, we'll be like, oh, Furtick is like amazing. Uh, well, he's a great communicator. Right. Uh, he's, he's good at the stuff that he does. The church is great at the worship side of it. Cool. But they are not the epitome of right. like. And I think we, I think we're focusing on the celebrity type of pastor type of thing. It, but break it down to your local, local church, area. right? Like a church of 300 versus a church of 150. Yeah. You're not looking for that church of 300 to go, well, boy, I really like their pastor to fail so that they would come to my church. But people do that. I, I know, but <laughs> people it's, do that. It's crazy. And, and that's where I'm saying, like, okay, well, What's good? What's like? Nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. So instead of taking your time and being like, you know what, we're gonna just concentrate on all the things that they do wrong. How how about we just be like, oh, cool. Well, that's great that that's going on there. I like. I I think if there's anything that people can take away, it's just celebrate. Like celebrate the wins. Be honest about the failures and everything in between. Like balance it out. So I think what it, what this does is it leads us to ways in which we can work on our attitudes of gratitude. Oh my lord! Okay, and so that kind of the the point that you just made there, I think, is a really nice tie into like if I was going to do a four part sermon point thing today Get tonight, to me. I'm going to here. Okay, first, attitude of gratitude. First one is choose to focus. Yeah. On the right things. Yeah. Right? Choose to focus on the things that you can have gratitude for. So if it is a personal thing, choose to focus on good things that happen to you. Yeah. If it's a external third party, it's okay to celebrate other people's wins. Um, because when we do those things, our hearts change. Our minds change. Our attitudes change yeah. when we when we celebrate other people. Listen, example of I this, did, okay? You almost held my hand right there. I, I did. You went I did. for the hand Because <laughs> I love you so much. Okay. Uh, so, so, example. So, the other day, okay, if, if you're not into crypto, don't don't listen to this. Uh, well, listen to it because we're talking, so just, this is, just this shut is up and thing. listen. Okay, go but, on. So, basically, we entered the recently the, the NFT world. NFTs. The non-fungible Tokens. Tokens. Yeah. So, uh, and we're in deep. By yeah, the way. we're actually in a in a chat <laughs> called Red Pill. We're not going to talk about it. Can't talk but, about it. Yeah, can't talk about it. But um, so my buddy Logan at work told me about this NFT mint. Yeah. And I told you about it. You sure did. And we we went in. We went all. In. <laughs> we went all deep in. Yeah. We, and like, <laughs> it, there's ten thousand of these things, and I just was hoping to get one. Yeah. And you minted first. I did. And not only did you mint first, you minted a better one than me. I did. And at the end of it. I wasn't even angry about it. I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, I was so pumped that you had this, th- this thing that automatically like I almost 10 X your money right, right away. Yeah. And I was like, this is so exciting. And I was so excited that you were excited because I had no idea what I was getting into yeah. and you were all jacked up for me. And I was like, uh, I don't even know what I got. And yeah, like it was a great experience. And now we're, I think, I think it's an addiction. Well, we, it's on the, anyway, (laughs) people aren't going to get it. But the point is that there was something that you had that was better than, than me. And 
for me, it was really exciting because I get to celebrate with you yeah. uh, about it. And, and I think that like, if there's nothing else, like I said before, that people walk away with, it's, it's stories like that. Right. Like what is going on in your, in your life that you just can't take a minute and see that something good is happening in somebody else's life and just be like, that's amazing. Right. And the point is you have to choose. Right, you have Absolutely. to choose to Absolutely. To do that. And I think the the second thing of my four part mini sermon like it. is to choose mm-hmm. practically. Yeah, I know you don't have to do it. I know sometimes I say do it every day. Okay, I'm not saying that. Sure, but I think you can choose two to three things a day. Yeah, to be thankful for. And in, I'm not talking about walking around going, Lord, thank you for the carpet beneath my feet. Now, if that's what it takes for you, yeah. then do it. Okay? Do you know what I thank the Lord for today? Because it made my life easier and I love it. You ready? Okay. Get ready. Hold something. I don't know. <laughs> my ninja air fryer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty cool thing. I was like, thank you, Lord, that I can make chicken wings, mozzarella sticks, wow. chicken fingers, nuggies, uh, pub, pub, pub foods. Bomb, pub Bombay. Honestly, it's been amazing. And tonight I made uh, buffalo cauliflower. Oh, from Costco. From Costco. Yeah. In my air fryer. And I thought, Lord... This is the best thing. You're so creative, Jesus. Since sliced bread. I loved it. And I was like, thank you. And it was not even like a token joking. Thank you, Jesus. Like yeah. it was like, this is so cool. I'm so thankful for this thing. And my mom bought it for us when she was out here. Wendy. Wendy. Was so thankful for it. And so little things like that, they seem trite. They seem almost foolish. Yeah. But what it does is it it, it changes your perspective. It, yeah. it, it's like instead of all the negative, oh, God, I don't have this, and oh, God, I don't yeah. have that, and oh, I wish this. I was just like, cool, thanks for this cool little thing. Like You were it, just grateful. I was just grateful for something that made my life more simplistic. Did it come directly from the Lord? No. No, but he created the person who created the ninja. Come on, won't, come on. won't, won't he, he do it? it? Yeah. Um, so amazing. So I have I, I've chosen to find a few things every day. Yeah. Another thing. Okay. okay. Little thing. This is so small but huge for our family. Yeah. My daughter went to well, we call it school for her, but it's really her daycare. I love it. She went to school today for the first time since September and didn't cry. I love it. I was so grateful for that. I texted Tegan and said, I cannot believe this. This is such an amazing day for us. Grateful. Boom. Okay, what's number three on the list? I like that. Number like three that on my list. This one I think is huge. Okay, this okay. one I actually, aside from my last one, I think this is the probably the most important one. I literally am getting more hyped up with every point that <laughs> okay. you're... Good. Then okay, good. That I'm building. I'm okay. trying to build. I love I'm it. To build. I love it. Number three, surround yourself. Uh-huh. I'm going to stop. Okay. Don't do that to yeah, me. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay. You become a product of who you surround yourself with. Mm. Surround yourself 
with grateful people. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Come on, that was like a youth pastor's gold saying. Stole that from Clark Moran. Come on, I, I used to say it all the time in youth ministry, right? All the time. But it's but it's true. Yeah. If you hang around negative people, you lean towards a negative. Sure. If you hang around toxic people, you start to become toxic. If you start to hang around... Okay, so I know somebody. I don't want to shout out her name because I, I, I don't want to embarrass her, okay? Because it's not an embarrassing thing. But she is literally the most positive person I know. Mm. Okay, well, I, okay, we'll call her L Danger. No, that's too obvious. Linnell D, okay, is yeah. what we'll call her. LD. LD. She is super positive. Yeah. Like, she's always on the bright side of life. She's like, nothing phases her. Nothing gets her down. Yeah. I have almost rarely ever seen her in a bad mood. Yeah. And guess what? I like hanging out with her. Yeah. I like it when she shows up. I like it when she comes to the camp and she comes to our trailer and hangs out. Because she's that kind of person that you want to surround yourself mm-hmm. with that makes you feel good and makes you uplifted and attitude and all of it yeah. versus the people we have I've hung out with as well that suck the life out of the room mm-hmm. that suck the joy out of the space when they walk up you're like oh no no oh, oh no no no, no. Oh, I was gonna do it too. oh that's so funny <laughs> and and so when you surround yourself with people who are thankful and have gratitude you will eventually yeah start to see the positive but see what i love about what you just said is you hang out with people who are grateful and are thankful and like yes you concentrate on linnell's positivity uh and you know other folks that suck you suck you suck your the life out of you but ultimately um i think that's the nice part about gratefulness and gratitude is that it doesn't mean that it has to be couched in some kind of like flowers and sunshines and rainbows. It's it, it really is an attitude of like, this sucks right now. I hate this, but there's so many other things that could be happening. And it doesn't even have to come out as gratefulness and thankfulness right. because the entire heart of that person you can see has changed over the years, mm-hmm. over time, where where they are thankful for the little things, you know, Oh, we just lost our job, but we have this or, Oh, this happened, but we have this, or this is going wrong, but you know, there's this side of it and, or God's been faithful in the past and Mm -hmm. he'll continue to be faithful now. And, and and those things then bleed into even just in regular conversation where they're not negative in their tone. They're not, um, they're not deconstructing somebody else. They're not nitpicking or they're not mm-hmm. me monsters. And the list goes on and on. Right. And a lot of that comes from an attitude of gratitude. Huh? Attitude of gratitude. And thankfulness and and love and joy and peace and like kindness it. and fruit of the spirit and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I think... <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Well, point number four. Point number four. Now this one... Um, this one, this this one bleeds into our series for the entire year. Okay. Okay, and it's this, um, and maybe I built the third one up to be more than this one, but I actually think this is the most important. Is so often we look to the future, mm-hmm. 
so often we're always looking ahead to the what ifs. We mm-hmm. we almost um, we we live past the moment, right? And um, I think the fourth point is this: that we need to be intentional in the now. Mm-hmm. Intentional in the I worded it better here. Um, intentional in the well in the present. Intentional in the present, right. where. I look around now and I'm thankful for the things I have now. And yeah. I'm thankful for the, the, the person that I am now, not, um, okay. <laughs> okay. So we're going to, we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit Oh boy! in Casa de Bombay. When I first started dating Tegan, uh, I said, oh. I said one thing to her. Yeah. And that one thing has been the bane of my existence has been the regret for a long time. And are you and sure you want No, no, and oh. it was it was just such a stupid young guy. Yeah, yeah. statement. Sure. Okay? And here was the statement. Okay. I like you for who you are right now, but I'm going to love you for the person you are in 5 years from now. Yeah, the, yeah. Right? Like that idea of It's like saying I kiss dating goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. I was like and I was like what I meant was like <laughs> I'm going to love you even more yeah, when yeah. you've developed who you're going to be. Yeah. And Tegan has always brought that back up every once in a while. I was like, remember that time when you used to say yeah. you liked me now, but you were going to love me for who I was going to be five years from now. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no. Like, yeah. what did I just say? And and at the time it sounded very, I, I, I feel like you stole it from Savage Garden. Oh. Like I knew I loved you before I met you. Like what? I, what does I that even I mean? I don't even know what it meant. It just it felt like I was wise in my ways. Yeah. And the reality was I wasn't being intentional in the moment. Who she was right then and there. <laughs> that's what I wanted instead of who I thought she was going to yeah. be five years from now. And so developing a heart, of, uh, <laughs> uh, an attitude of gratitude allows us to be intentional with the things and the life that we have right now yeah. in the present. Instead of always thinking, I'm going to be grateful five years from now yeah. when my life lines up. Or as my sister said the other day, when your ducks have finally lined up in a row and you can shoot them with a gun. You know, yeah, well. my, you always see when my ducks line up or whatever that saying is. And, and the when ducks, my ducks line up. I've never said you've that. You've never. Um, what's the saying? When, when the ducks are in a row. When I got all my ducks in a row. Right. Yeah. But do you ever notice your ducks are never in a row? No, because they never will be. But we always think they will be. No, it's and we start that. thinking like that all the time. And so we're never grateful. Yeah. Because we're waiting for the ducks to line up. I, I think a perfect example of this on the daily for me, I, and, and this has been surprising. So at, uh, at, at my work, at my work, um, there is a, uh, we, have, we have an app called Slack. So the whole company is on Slack. Like you can Slack whoever all the time. But there's this one. It's cha- a it's a chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, type like it, of app. Yeah, so yeah, like Discord or Telegraph or whatever it is. But like we use it internally, and but there's a channel and there's channels, so you can like go into you know a channel for this, a channel for that, you know whatever. But there's one channel called hashtag kudos, and it's brilliant because when somebody does something that's really good and it meets up with our leadership principles we actually have a channel where you can post in there like kudos to so-and-so 
for exemplifying whatever leadership principle this is. And like you actually celebrate people on the daily for the good things that they're doing. And it like, yes, there's some kind of collateral too. Cause like you're, you're celebrating others and you, it makes you look like a, like, like a hero for just being awesome. But at the same time, I love the fact that I can open the kudos channel. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it right now. Watch this. Oh, oh I can't do remember my password. It's going to be hard for people to watch on a podcast. Yeah, that's true. But like right now I'm going into the kudos channel right here. Kudos. And like, look, just swipe, swipe down on all that. Oh yeah. There's lots here. There is lots here. Like people just celebrating people for the good jobs they do. Yeah. And then then the crazy thing is on Friday was we have this massive, uh, all hands like, um, meeting for the entire company. Like, so all 500 employees get together Yeah, and they post kudos in the uh, in the all hands presentation, and we celebrate people as an entire company. Wow! I don't see you on here. I'm not on there you, ever. I, I, Nobody I should seen, celebrate I anything that I do. I haven't seen a kudos to you yet. No, and 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 that's that's my goal. At some point, is to do something significant enough to be to, on the kudos. Right, but this but is a big deal. I'm a horrible human. So no, you're not. Well, and it's a lot that. of times, but no. for for a lot of like a lot of the folks in the company, like this is a cool thing. And my, I've actually walked away over this last year and thought about like, that's a great practice, on the daily for people to do. Like not only be thankful to God for the stuff that they have, sure. But like you're saying in that last point, like intentional it, in the present, intentional in the present to make sure that you celebrate and are thankful for the people in your lives and the stuff that they do in your life. Yeah, no. And I think that's really what it's all about. It is this idea of the, the two words that keep coming up in those four points are choose mm-hmm. and choosing is intentionality. Mm-hmm. So choosing to be intentional, choosing to look at the bright side of life, choosing to be grateful for things throughout the day, choosing to be in the present and not keep vision and and future casting to a point where you're never happy with the present. Because if we're always looking towards the future, you're Mm -hmm. never going to be content with your present. And life's just going to go by and you're going to die. Okay, yeah. Um, How's that? I mean, that was strong. That was a strong hashtag take. Right. Um, But you're right because you're going to look, you're going (laughs) to, well, in a way, you're going to look back and go, my ducks never got in a row. You're going to die. Like, that's what people don't get. You're going to flip and die. And if you're just looking to the future all the time, the only thing in your future, the guaranteed thing is you're going to die. Right. So what are you going to do? Spend all your time looking towards the future. And then eventually you get there and it's like, well, I didn't actually do anything. Yeah. No. I, I, and then I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that's kind of my ultimate point here is be thankful, be grateful for what we have now, be thankful and grateful to God and the blessings that he gives yeah. us. And if, if you're desperate to find one thing every day, not in the ground mm-hmm. is a good day. See, see how we took that. See how we did that. A, every day above ground is a good day. I really tried to redeem that. So I did. Wow. My best. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Well, 
Kudos. Kudos. <laughs> Kudos to you for that good good turnaround. I, I do like that. Thank you. Maybe we should start doing that at South Point. Kudos. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm a... I could do that. Hashtag kudos. Hashtag kudos. What's, what's the good thing kudos. that happened? Kudos. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm grateful for you, Josh. Hey, grateful for you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen to that awkward sound. Yeah, I love it. Okay, you're going to die. Bye. Bye. See you later. Later. Okay, bye. Bye.